Stop bagging me. All you do is bag me. <laughs> I'm not bagging you. Well, I'm feeling very vulnerable, okay? You're having to go at me you've about a, this and that a, and the other. You've had a long day, haven't you, mate? I've had a long week. We've already recorded our movie podcast. Yeah. So you're... Uh, I've got a... You, you, I, I, you're a very tired man, mate. You I've were, got two press cars <laughs> because one of them's got a flat tire. Because... And I think it's because I, I went in... I found this new little loading dock at Channel 9. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. That, and Carl Stefanovic put punctured it on? He may have. Really? He may have. He's thinking, what about this Trevor bloke? Yeah. What's he doing? Um, that's the it's just the only place I went that's abnormal. Do you any people put nails and tacks in the driveway for you? I drove as I was on the M2. I got a little tire pressure warning. I didn't really Uh-oh. stress too Uh-oh. much about it because there's no driving. And the car had been parked for like three hours. I went out and went, oh, that's that's flat. Uh, it's, and you can just massive screw in the side of it. I can see what it is. Um, and it was flat, flat, or like it's getting flat. flat. It's it's you know really. Let's call it ninety percent flat. Okay. Um, and you still drove it? No. <laughs> and. Uh, no spare. It's got a pump and a tire puncture no kit. No spare. A lot of cars don't have spares anymore. Um, no, my car doesn't have, have a spare. They have a puncture repair kit and a compressor. Puncture repair kit. Yeah. Who's going to repair their puncture by the side of the road? It's just like it's like a goo you put in the t- in the inside, uh, and then you pump it up and you dry and you just to get rotate you to... the wheel, and that that repairs it. But does that repair it for good or till you got to get I've a new no tire? Idea. I didn't read the manual that much because, with, with because my, the, comp- uh, the air compressor. Bottom line, air compressor didn't work. Oh, so, so I couldn't you pump could, it up. You could pump the air right, right. So okay. nothing I could do. You didn't char- so the air compressor pressure needs to be charged? It just needs to plug into the cigarette lighter and it didn't doesn't work. Right. You're still smoking cigarettes in your car? Mate, what else do you call that thing? Just a 12-volt pa- outlet? Power, power outlet. It's a cigarette lighter. Yeah, power, power. It's a cigarette lighter. Power outlet, I call it. Power port. Yeah, but it's not, a, it's not a plug. It's not an outlet like in American terms. Yeah. It's a bloody cigarette lighter. But isn't it different? Like cigarette lighter, you used to press in, and then it used to get really that's hot. That's just the mechanism that was there. Yeah, yeah that was just the that's just yeah, the mechanism. Well. Still the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, you know, um, you know what? Just, just on press that, right? didn't work. Just on that, you know, the cigarette lighter part. Yeah. It amazes me that even I've been on many flights, and planes built in the last like two years mm, still have an still ashtray. ashtrays. Mm, there is a reason what, for that. What are they thinking? I saw that somewhere. Is it because of the French? I know the French like to smoke. Like Boeing, do Boeing aircraft have it, or is it just Airbus? Have you noticed that? Yeah, I know, um, and I've I've seen or read or something about it. Uh, why? Why? But I'm going to read from the internet. <laughs> Trevor's googling on our podcast. When the flight so crew you come banging on the bathroom door, people could panic and throw the cigarette in the bin without putting it out. Probably, if the asteroid installs a higher chance than throwing it in the bin on top of the waste. So basically, they're saying stop if someone fire. if someone is being naughty and smoking, at least. They're going to put it away. In the, I don't think that's true. That's bullshit. I just what? don't believe it. Don't so they it. put the little ashtray that, there with oh, a picture uh, of a cigarette on it. According to Forbes.com, like Forbes is a reputable thing. Right. It it's basically says because there are still people who ignore the rules. Who try to sneak a smoke So in, in case passengers are absent-minded, minded, um, they would rather than put it in the ashtray than put it in the bin where it would start a fire. Start a fire. So there's always someone that spoils it for everyone else, isn't there? It, mate. Hey? Story so you're telling lives. me that the ashtray's there in case someone decides to break the rules so they've got a place to put out the illegal cigarette rather than going in the bin. Mate. Is that right? Would you rather <laughs> fall from the sky in I a understand. burning heap or... I understand. But have, I reckon they should have a smoke detector well, there is. that goes off straight away and that you can break the door down and rip them out by their hair if they're well, smoking there. You can. Anyone, anyone yeah. can open those doors. Yeah. You know, no. you just lift up the little, know, little metal know, latch mate. and I've slide seen, it. I've seen it, yeah. We've, we've watched enough hostesses yes. lock the doors. Yes. So you can lock the door from the outside. Yeah, I just find that extraordinary. 
These are the big issues. Yeah. I always wondered that. And that came from your thing about a oh, cigarette lighter in a car. Hello. Hasn't been a cigarette lighter in a car. Google that. What do you call the power port in a car? Well, it's, it's, it's called, not a cigarette lighter. It's a 12-volt power port. Yeah, it's not. It's 12-volt power, but it's not a cigarette lighter. Cigarette. Do you reckon French cars? What's a French brand? Renault? Renault? Do they still have cigarette lighters in their cars? They might. You reckon? Does anyone drive a Re- Renault? Any of our listeners? Tweet us. At Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick on Twitter, hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. See, what's funny is when you're on super cheap auto and you search cigarette lighter, everything comes related, up with 12 volts. Everyone stuff, related to those things. Same with J Car does that too. Because that's what it is, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a generational change. Like yeah. my kids will never refer to it Your as that. Your kids will say, What what are you talking about, Dad? No. So Did you smoke, Dad? They'll ask you. <laughs> Were you a smoker? I've got a like I've got a Double adapter for that thing, so you can. Yeah, me too. I've got know. a triple adapter for that thing. In fact, in fact, in mm. fact, I use that that connection mm. for my scope. The scope has got a twelve volt connection. That's the power for the scope. Then the mount is twelve mm. volt. Right. So I've got a little adapter on the mount itself, and I've also got an, an adapter to go to take the AC power into twelve volt power as well. I don't understand. Do you plug it into your car? No, I plug it into my mains through my shed, but I've got a converter so I can connect. I've got a thing that goes from 240 to 12 volt, yeah. and so I plug it into and the, the 12 attach- volt. And the plug is And all the, the attachments lighter. are the cigarette lighter. Well, the 12 volt lighter thing, <laughs> you idiot. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, you gibber. Yeah, right, well, that's, um, all, uh, that's all my 12 volt is what I need for the scope. In the if this is your first time downloading the podcast, welcome <laughs> to Two Blokes Talking Cigarette Lighters. Yes. Um, and yes, we are both old men. Stephen... Much older than me. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. That was unfair. When you're older than me. March yeah. is probably a stretch, let's yeah, be honest. good on you. As we age, the percentage gap yeah. reduces greatly. Plus, you look older than me too. <laughs> <laughs> so I, know I might be older, but I don't look old. <laughs> 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 remember, remember where were we? We were in San Francisco, <laughs> and you were trying to you were trying to have a crack like a smart ass and ask the waitress, "Oh, he's old, he's yeah, whatever." But just and can I we just said, clarify? Just clarify. Yeah. Can we start with? He, I was trying to be a smart ass. Yes. I wasn't trying to have a crack. Yeah, because that were, sounded worse with a waitress. Yes. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, okay. You weren't having a crack at the waitress, but I asked her. I turned the tables on. He said, yeah. "Tell me who looks older, him or me?" And she pointed at you. Mm. Do you remember that? I'm, we're, on, we're with Samsung in San Francisco. Yeah. I remember that vividly. I mean, vividly I, remember I look that. a lot wiser. People say that often. <laughs> um, Anyhow, just anyway. letting you know. Just, uh, just welcome say. to uh, Two Blokes Talking <laughs> Tech episode uh, 563. Thanks to the great people at Netgear and Arlo. Netgear for all your uh, wireless networking needs and Arlo for your home security. We're going to tell you specifically about home security uh, a little bit later. And uh, our, our gratefulness to you for supporting those companies that support us. So if you are after home security... Arlo's the go if you're after home networking. Nick is the go. Stephen, Boost Mobile is in the news today Yep. Um, with a new app. Now, I've got to tell you, I think this is very, very cool. This is smart. This is an app yeah. called the Boost Mobile Trading app. It's um, an app that allows you to get a valuation for your phone um, yep. that that is essentially sealed, signed, sealed, and committed, uh, and, and get the phone back to them for free and paid for that phone essentially within days. Yeah. And so I ran this this morning on my my wife's old iPhone eight plus iPhone eight plus sixty four gigabytes, yep. um, and I opened the app 
And the first thing it did was says it's checking. So it checks to see whether your phone is worthy of this program. Yep. On an iPhone 14, it will not work. It actually says Too new. Yeah. it says this phone is not eligible for the program. Too okay. New. Yeah. So on an iPhone 8, it says it's eligible. Um, the maximum value is $165. So it tells you that up front. Of an iPhone 8. iPhone 8 uh, 64 gig, this one was. Because right. it, it's able to read the specifications. It knows what the phone yep. is. Yep. <clears throat> so I think that in itself, that's great. Okay. Yep. Here's my maximum value. Because you've got to remember, we've talked before about eBay has a phone value thing. You know, you can sell your phone in a bunch of places. You can now trade yep. in your phones at um, Telstra and Optus and Vodafone. Yep. So there's a lot of ways to get cash for your for your phone. Yep. <clears throat> but knowing straight up what the value is is huge. And then secondly, you, you press go and it performs a battery of tests, about yeah. six different tests. And they're so cool. One of them is it, it, it breaks the screen up into, I'm going to say, 50 little squares and you've got to slide your finger over each square and what that is is a t is a um, touch, touch test. screen test. Yeah, right. And then there's this orange screen with these three tiny one pixel dots on them, yep. and you've got to point them out. By the way, first time I did it, couldn't see them. Was then my glasses on, <laughs> uh -oh. so I went through the whole valuation process. Fifty dollars the phone was worth. Oh, what, yeah. which one? <clears throat> because I on the iPhone eight. Yeah. Because I didn't pass the pixel test. Ah, but you went back and did. I it? went and did it again, and okay. I passed the pixel test. And I passed the sound test, so you record voice and it plays it back. I passed the buttons test, so it checks all the buttons. It then does a battery drain test using a, the torch and a vibration. And then it, there's there's two things that are subjective. What's as that? in they're down to you, the user. The first one is the microphone test. So you play, you record a sound, and then it plays it back and it says, did it sound right? And you say yes. Yeah. Because uh, if, if you say no, test the speakers. you're devaluing so it, right? So you, you've done the screen accuracy test? Yep. Touch screen test. Touch screen test. Pixel test. Pixel test. Microphone check. Microphone test. Yep. Button test. We press every button. It checks they work. And then um, and then it says, in what condition is your phone? Uh, Good, bad, or broken? Those uh, are the options. Just I think three. it's great because it's not excellent and maybe good. And yeah. It's just really simple. It's in good condition, which basically means there's not a lot of scratches and bumps all over it. Yep. It's in bad condition, which means, yes, when you open this thing out of the box, it's going to look a bit below par. Yep. Or it's broken. Like it's got a broken screen or a yep. broken back. Now, I said good and I got a valuation of $165. So I got the full value of my phone. Well, I thought it. that was pretty awesome. Worth it. Yeah. And, and like it's instant. So then what you do is you've got to sign up. Um, and it, in full disclosure, you've got to hand over everything, like your ID and everything as well. Yep. And it does actually say why you asked them for this, and it's to do with them having a second-hand license. Yep. Anyway, so you hand over all your info, and it gives you emails you a, a barcode that you take to uh, Australia Post. Yep. You put the thing in the post. So and it's a prepaid postal, like, exactly. like eBay so does. You don't too, pay yeah. anything. Yeah. You drop it off, it gets sent, and then yep. when it gets received at the Boost Mobile um, sorting factory, shall we call it? Yep. What they do is they open it up and they go, this is meant to be in good condition. They look at it and they go, it's in good condition, yep. pay the money. Right. That's the so they only, confirm the condition. That's the yeah. only thing they confirm. Right. They are taking the So the full, tests are all, they take your word for it? Like all, all the, the tests. The app, the app does the work, doesn't it? Because the, the app's app doing the work, work right? Yeah. They're so trusting, they're, the they're putting the, their faith in the app. Now they yeah. still, by the way, once they go, yes, it's in good condition, they put it in a bin and then it goes, a bin, as in a basket. Yes. And then it does still go through the 72-point check. Yep. Um, it gets polished Leash and cleaned and all, and all that stuff. Yeah. And and then it may still it, it's their bad if it fails any of those yes. checks. That's the end of the world for them. Okay. It's their but responsibility. The app, the app seems to do the heavy lifting. The app does a lot check. of the heavy lifting. I think yeah. the app's also a deterrent to stop but, people trying to play silly games. But yeah, as long as course. you say it's in good condition or not, but I think you know, too, value. the app the app is really good because I think the we're pretty low in terms of other parts of the world that we're in terms of recycling our tech. Yeah. 
And one of the things where I know, I know, I know there's plenty of stats about how many smartphones we've got knocking around in drawers and cupboards. Mm. One thing against it is a lot of people are, it's inconvenient to have to go to trade it in and yeah, take people time are lazy. to do it. Yeah. But also too, the other concern is the uh, value that the perceived value that yeah. they're going to get. People also, think it's not going to be worth much. Yeah. And the other thing too is that I think, how do I get rid of my data? There's a bit of worry about privacy and the data yep. on there. So that I think is addressed with these things. So yeah. it really gives you a really easy way to value your phone, get get the postal label, mm. and get it all done. It take, takes minutes. I think the best part about it is that when you open the app and you say I'm ready, it tells you the value. Yeah. It tells you the maximum value. So if you think in your head it's worth five hundred, yeah, and it says three fifty, well you go straight away. Well, fine, I'm going to sell it to my neighbour. Yeah. I'm going to put it on Gumtree or yeah. whatever. Do whatever you want. Yeah, but the course. simplicity of yeah. this process is yeah. beyond measure. And it's like like you don't – or the other thing you do is have to ship it. You get a prepaid label, put it in a box, off it goes, package it. Or what are you supposed to be? They give you instructions. You've got to pack yeah. it in bubble wrap and all that. Or, yeah. You know, you've got to pack it safely and, and off you go. But the other thing too is that that phone – Will not end up in landfill. It's, it's going to be get a second life. What do they call it? The circular, circular economy, economy is still moving. So rather than that sitting in your drawer or you throwing it in the bin, mm. it's going to get a second life or recycled. Yeah. Um, but in remember, I mentioned how we are behind the rest of the world. Mm. Like the US, UK, and Europe are way ahead of us. Really? Yes. The US? US, UK, and Europe. Uh, only 8% of phones are, uh, that are sold are traded here when someone buys a new device, only 8%. So if you look at other, the UN did their global e-waste monitor back in 2020, Australia's, Australians create 21.3 kilograms of e-waste per capita, um, but is recycling only 9% of this. Whereas you look at Europe, who they're recycling 42.5%, even though they create less, 16.2 wow. kilograms of e-waste per capita. North America, 15%. At twenty one point nine, so we are just below them in terms of the amount of e waste we produce, but they're way ahead of us in terms of the percentage of recycling. I've got to say, I'm above the average of recycling because of, of our recycling. because yes, me we, too. Yeah. simply because, and I, this is I would if anyone it works in this area, I would I would say straight up the two blokes would volunteer pro bono our time to be part of programs that support e-waste recycling because I'm a yep. massive fan of my local recycling center. Me too. It's I, just I, a big building you can drive into and yep. there's we've got everything from batteries to oil cans to spray cans to clothing yep. to soft plastics to polystyrene to mobile phones. Yeah, there's a there's a, a bin for everything. Well, I go to my, I'm in Bayside Council here hmm. and they have a, a recycling event once a month for oh. for us. Yep. And I've taken many loads of stuff there. Yep. But there's also one in Randwick Council that's open every day. It's a recycling yeah. centre open yeah. every day. You drive in and there's like a turning circle. Then you yeah. pull up. There's your wood. There's your cardboard. There's your e-waste. Boom. It's easy done. Mm. It just takes time. People. Some people are lazy. They're not doing it. Yeah. Mate, um, our, our, yeah. the one at Thornley, so it's literally in between my house and my office. Yeah. It's it's a perfect location for me. But the one at, Thorn, at Thornley is so busy that it opens on a Saturday morning at, let's say, 8.30. There's always a queue around the corner. Oh, I bet. Yeah, like wow. it's crazy. Our community is good at that. So I think that that's all we need as a as a society is more of that. We need, yeah. like, if I'm in government, that's what I'm funding. I'm funding more of that because, yeah, yeah okay, so it's good because it's employing people because there's blokes standing there got to yeah. you know sort the things. I and think there needs to be more. tractor drivers and stuff, but yeah, more. it should uh, be a requirement of council. Let's talk about though the phones themselves, and let's let's be honest. It's basically 
if it's not Apple or Samsung or a Google Pixel, yeah, it's pretty much spot on. Uh, if you got like an Oppo Find, a good Find, yeah. there'd be a value there for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's mainly for those phones. Now, I like there's some valuations there. Like for an iPhone 11, which mm. is what, five years, four years old? Four years old. $405 yeah. that's still worth. Now, you got to wonder about like, so iPhone 13 Pro, 512 gigabyte, yeah. 920 bucks. So that's a 12-month-old phone. That's a 12-month-old phone. You've taken a hit on that phone, let's be honest, yeah. folks. You have, eh? That was a $1,700, $1,800 phone, probably closer to two grand. But that's the Pro, not the Pro Max, but is it? Oh, that's a good point. It's, it's the pro, pro, so it's probably a seven, yeah, yeah. yeah seven, eight hundred dollars. That's not the Pro Max. So Pro Max will get you more than that. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, Samsung struggle with their like S eight and S nine, and this is also this is a valuation. It's due to the popularity too. Yeah. You're only going to get fifty bucks for a Galaxy S eight, but a Note eight seventy five bucks. Um, people yeah. have to remember that these phones are being purchased to be resold. That's right. So, so this mobile sell them at Coles. They sell them on their website. Yeah. So. It's like a trade-in on your car. They're going to offer you five grand and try to sell it for ten. They're going to offer you what that uh, an amount that would allow them to get a margin. Yeah, because they've got to get a margin. If ever you Galaxy, watch porn stars, porn stars yeah. always say, "I oh, know." Well, if it's worth twenty thousand, I'm going to offer you eight. Yeah. <laughs> Galaxy Z Fold Two. Yep. Five hundred and ten bucks. I don't think that's it's a, a disappointing number. It's a three-year-old three two and a half, but you know, there's only been two phones since then, but. You know, you have held on to that for a long time. Yeah. You probably have upgraded. I reckon that's the kind of phone yeah. that people are held on to in their drawer because they bought the new Maybe. one and they, yeah. and they don't really understand what it's worth. Yeah. This is basically a way of saying, listen, trust us, that's what this is worth. So in the app, do you have to put in like serial numbers and all that? You have or? to put in the IME number. IME number, right. Yeah. So okay. you've got to go to the as settings. As good as a serial number. And copy the IME number. You yeah. paste it in. And yeah. what that is, is that's then linked to the order. Because the order, what the valuation they give you is valid for 14 days. Right. So you've got 14 days to get this thing off to them. You can't dilly-dally. No, stuff And we around. should be clear, you've got to run the app on that phone. Right. So my wife's iPhone 8 this morning, I got I got in the car at bloody, you know, 6 o'clock, and I thought... She's oh. still got an iPhone 8, you missus? No, no, she's got an iPhone oh. 14, but oh, really? I've held on to the iPhone 8. Yeah. And I, I, I yeah. stopped the car, went inside, got a battery and a charger, and I thought, I better charge this thing because I want to run this app. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, this phone's going to be reset. But I'd actually used it somewhere else somehow, so uh, it actually had all my Apple ID. Nice. In it, thankfully, but you've got to run it on the phone. Yes. So if you've already wiped the phone, and it's sitting in a box. You are going to need to power it up, and you're going to need the App Store logged in and all that mm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think that's such a bad thing. That's life. Um, but it's just an extra step. You can't yeah. just you can't open up this app and go, oh, I've got one of these, and it does this. It's mm. got the app has got to be run on that phone itself. For sure. That's and the, you think about deal. it too, like. Couple of hundred bucks here and there for your phone that helps for Christmas coming up. And well, look, you know, oh, this sounds lamely uh, egotistic or you know rich or something, but I've got an iPhone eight and I've got an iPhone 10s, which was um, the so that's the Amanda's last two phones before yep. she got the the yep. fourteen. Um, she got a fourteen or a thirteen? She got a thirteen. Anyway, um, so I've got the the 10s, which I think is worth about two fifty. Yep, three hundred. Um, haven't run it on that. And so I'm sitting there going, look, let's be honest. I'm holding on to those because we don't get to keep Apple review products. Yeah. And so over time, my wife's phones, they pass the generations enough. They're not every year's, but yeah. they're the ones that when I want to do a segment on looking back at iPhones, they're the ones I've kept, yeah. right? Because we they own them. We they bought them. You keep them? I'll, no, I'll, mate. I'll, no, don't I'll, let you keep them either. I'm I know that for a fact. Idiots. And, and so <laughs> I, look, if it all turned up, turned, well, they say if it's all, all turned on its head today, yeah. I've got this 300 bucks sitting in, in a drawer. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people need to think about what they've got sitting in a drawer. Yeah. 
And you look, if it's not well, worth anything, I, I direct, ditch it. I direct my kids to this site because mm. they, uh, I think my daughter Haley's got an iPhone 12, I think, and she's thinking, oh, I want to get the 14. I said, why? She said, I don't know, I just want it. I said, well, how? what's the condition of your phone? And she said, it's good. It's got a case on it. It's got mm. a screen cover. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. I always tell people, case, screen protector, protect your investment. Yes. Because it could mean the difference between you getting 400 the and when 300. you good and poor. Yeah. Is massive. Is massive in price. So massive. Very important for that. So I'm going to steer her to that. Well, an iPhone 12, yeah. 540 bucks. iPhone yeah. 12 Pro, 615. Mate, that, that's half that's your next coin. phone. Yeah. Half your next That's what I said that's to her. Good coin. And I say to my son, Aaron, Aaron's a builder, so his phones are good like, luck. He, it's like yeah. he plays soccer with them. They were yeah. just like scratched to shit. <laughs> and uh, I'm thinking, mate, put a cover on this thing. He goes, oh, that's all right. Okay. I said, but when your next one comes out, you could use this to pay for it. No, he's a trader. He's loaded. Yeah. He doesn't need. He, he, he is. He doesn't care about the value of things. Yeah, but okay. But I'm 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 the sort of person who really looks after their things. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not the sort of person it who bugs you. Aaron's phone bugs you. I can see it. Well, I I, I try <laughs> to say, look, you've paid good money for this. Protect mm. it. Look after it. Yeah. I'm very, mate. Even books I've read, you wouldn't know that I've read them because they look brand new still. That's how fanatical I am about looking after my stuff. I'm very very um I'm like that. I think it's the collector in me. Knowing something's in good condition. That's it. That's a good it way is, of putting it. Because I was going to yeah. say it makes you a very boring human, but it's yeah. the collector in you is probably a better way of yeah, putting it. Because it's it's you know that something's in good condition is much better, it's better value than something in bad condition. <laughs> in poor condition. What are you laughing at? Just you know, you as a collector. There you go. It's good times. All right. Uh, details of the Boost Mobile Trading app. It's available on the Google Play Store and the uh, Apple App Store. Details at techguide.com.au and EFTM.com. This is two blokes talking tech. Were you surprised when Telstra came out earlier this week and said that they are blocking $332 million scam emails per month? I was blown thinking, away. And my That's first just reaction... Telstra. That's just Telstra doing that, eh? I, um, I interviewed uh, Narell, the CSIO, Chief Information, CISO um, for Telstra on the FGM podcast, if you want to listen to that. But when I was talking to her, I said... Like that number, I'm like back in my seat. Mm. And I actually went, that's got to be. And she could obviously hear me think she went at 7,600 a minute. Wow. Wow. That's remarkable. And, and you know what? Their technology is improving too. And the, I like how they said in in the uh, in their blog post, they said, look, what, we don't want to give it all away how we do it because that'll just tip off the bloody scammers. That's true. But it is basically what they do is they have a a – like a list of bad actors. So they, they've got like their reputation so, list filters. Um, what are we <laughs> Not those bad actors. We're talking about By the way, cyber I criminals. think Hugh Grant's great. I just couldn't think of another actor Hugh at the time. Awesome. Yeah, I know. I, just, yeah. I was trying to think of a bad actor. Yeah, Who's a bad I, actor in case that ever comes I, up again? I, I wouldn't have watched the movie if they're a bad actor. Oh, yeah. big call. Uh, anyway. Big call. Oh, I'm trying to think who's a bad actor. Like, you know, like people who aren't actors. Like <laughs> Mike Tyson in The Hangover, you know, like he's, he's good, not great. But you're going to go out in public and say Mike Tyson's a bad actor? Well, he can do better. He's improved. He can do oh, better. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, before you get my head punched in. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm just saying that they got their reputation list filter so they can yeah. identify if an email's coming from a known suspicious source. They've also got you know, their malicious source. attachment Mustard. scanning. Suspicious hey? source. What? Mustard. It's a suspicious Your gibber the malicious attachment scanning too. So if there's an attachment coming in, hmm. checks for potential viruses that could infect your And this computer. is the thing. This is happening. This is what Telstra calls cleaner pipes. 
Um, this is happening at cleaner the network pipes. level. So I like right? having cleaner mm, pipes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's not go there. This is happening well, at the network I, level. So if you're a big, if you've got, and let's be clear, you've got to be a Telstra customer using Big Pond email here, yeah. which I discourage for the best of times because it links you to Gmail, an, man. It links you to an internet provider, and that means you're less likely to shop around, like people we know. And and so Hello, Aussie broadband customer, <coughs> who by the way got a, 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 ref, refer, uh, a referral. Someone someone took up my referral code and um, signed up to Aussie Broadband. Yeah, well, I'm not. Was that uh, you? Or you I'm not a spruker like that. I don't I don't try and benefit <laughs> from other people. Well, no, this was an email. A yeah. guy sent me. He goes, look, I heard you talking about you switching from Optus. Who are you mm. with? And are you happy with them? I said, mate, loving it. Here's my referral code. If you decide to join me, yeah. and he's obviously joined me. Well done. So what was I talking about Steven, again? So he's works just with, off you. Works anyway, with so you're a big pond customer. So <clears throat> that that 332 million emails on average per month from January to October. That's just your account, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's 38% of all the email traffic. Yeah. 38% wow. of it is is not just spam, it's scams. Yeah. Because let's be clear, this is stopped. It's not even, it's not hitting your spam box. It's yeah. not coming to it's you at not, all. Not where you know So there's there. still going to be newsletters and things you didn't sign up yeah. for and, you know, offers and deals come through. That's not what it's, they're blocking. It's the mozzie zapper <coughs> of emails. Yes. So the mozzie zapper, it goes, you don't even see them. I, th- I thought the, you know, the scale was so tremendous, right? Yeah. And then when I was talking to Narelle, she, I said, it's just phenomenal to me how many emails you get. And she goes, for example, last Friday on Black Friday, we had 56 million emails. Up 75% on the average wow. Friday because of Black Friday sales, right? So you mean emails coming in, coming specials? In, just, just normal just, emails coming into Bitcoin. Just on that, I reckon for some reason this year, Black Friday has been way bigger than any other year. I, I think Everyone's it's Everyone's cottoned onto it. Yes, I think this has been the agree? year. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Which is why I've avoided Massive. it even more than ever before. Really? Yes. I did make stories on my side of going nuts, Black Friday. Nuts. Come on, mate. Okay, nuts. Clickbait. Come on, buddy. I don't do clickbait. <laughs> I um, also do the Black Friday segment. Yeah, as well. That's good. Yeah. I just uh, oh, here's what I did. Yep. Cyber I, Monday. I took the opportunity. Yeah. I on Friday on Thursday. So you never did any Black Friday stories at all. No. So you didn't like do any roundups or anything. No, nothing right. at all. I because they because they date they're finished by Monday. So the okay. I want stuff Wait. that's evergreen. Anyway, short short so better, short on, and sharp's better than nothing. On Friday night, I finally got through my inbox and I went, okay, I'm going to clear it out, and I got it sorted, and I got down to zero, and then ever since then. I've been on an unsubscribe mission. And God, I love Black Friday for that. Because if you've got an email address and you're sending me deals, um, I'm realizing I don't want to be on your list. I'm just unsubscribing. It's been such a yeah awesome, awesome well, my, thing to do. My automatic unsubscribe is when my Optus email ceases to exist in about two and a half months. Yeah. That'll be I'm, – I'm, I'm cutting over to everything else there. Yeah. Well, I just yeah. think it's a great opportunity. Anyway, 56 million emails in one day, Big Pond received. And, now, that, and that's saying – but before that, you said something like, Big Pond is responsible for 38% of the email traffic. No, no. That, that 332 right? million yeah. scans oh, was 38% is 38% of Big, of Big Pond's traffic. Wow. That's, That's wild. So much, isn't it? Now, but, it just now, go, but it just goes back. Like People are thinking, why are there so many? Yeah, because it's It goes easy. back to the numbers game. It's a numbers yeah, game. Spot on. Like scammers, they send out 2 million emails. It's easy to do. Boom, yeah. it's out there. And if they get a response, even a minuscule response, it's still quite they lucrative. They jump on it. Yeah. Uh, so the thing is, um, they've also, we've talked about before the amount of work they've done on calls and texts. So little update, they're doing 10 to 15 million calls a month. They're blocking for Telstra yeah, customers. That, that's right. That's on top of calls and texts, eh? Um, and so wow. calls and texts is around hey, 10. We're going to hell in a handbasket. Calls is around 10 to 15 million and texts is 61 million a month. Yeah, because because isn't emails third behind calls and text messages, according to ScamWatch? Didn't ScamWatch rate phone calls are actually third in re- what's reported? 
Oh, sure. Well, that's yeah. in what's reported. But yeah. in terms of numbers, yeah. Telstra is blocking 10 to 15 million calls, 61 million texts, and 330 million emails a month. It's, it's just now, it's funny because... Onslaught. Is there a drinking that'll ever stop? Like, will, no. will, will they realise that, you know what, this is a waste of our time? It, no. Well, Because it's not because a it's waste not. of it's People still yeah. responding. But, it's, but do you reckon in, say, 10 years' time, where your average user is a bit savvier, they've obviously been using tech a bit more, mm. do you think that it'll ever reach a point where they think, look, this is just a, it's a no-sum game now. We're not making any money. There'll be this. another thing. There'll just be another way. There'll another be another way. process, another thing. They're moving to text messages now, eh? and text messages and calls. Well, and... whatever the thing is next, you know. What's so the next I think thing? the problem. VR. Who knows? But <laughs> I think the problem is what we don't have is a national approach. Like this should be, this should be government legislated. It should be required by all networks. But the problem is a lot of people still narky about you know the net neutrality and filtering. I'm surprised I haven't had narks on this one because essentially Telstra is choosing not to send you an email. Mm. It's choosing not to deliver you an email. Because yeah. they've they've diagnosed a malicious link in there. Yeah. Now they're filtering your email. But you I can't, don't care. But you can opt out of it, can't you? If, I don't you're, know, a, can if you? you're a customer, you can. Yeah. There's a number you ring. Mm-hmm. I think I put it in my previous story about this. There's a number you can call because at the moment it's an opt. You got to opt out. So everyone's yeah, which included. Which is the way it should be. Oh, no, everyone's included automatically. Yeah. But if you don't want to be included, you can ring a number yep. and then you get everything. Now we should be clear: yeah. we haven't got anything official from Vodafone, TPG, or Optus about what they're doing in this yeah. space. We assume they're doing something because there is government legislation around um, certainly calls and texts blocking. But I would argue, if I'm Optus, uh, Vodafone, or, tel- or TPG, I'm yeah. I'm starting to spruik whatever I'm doing because I actually think, as much as I often say, "Why the hell are you with Telstra? It's so expensive." Here's a selling point. Yeah, this is a genuine selling point no, for a I lot agree. of people. I agree, and you know what? I applaud Telstra for putting these numbers 100%. out because they're seen to be doing something. That's right. Optus, when they say then you don't hear from them, they're thinking, well, people are assuming they don't care. Well, we or their efforts are not as as advanced as Telstra. You've mentioned two things about Optus: one, they don't respond, and two, their efforts. That's we know Optus; they don't yeah. know how to respond, and they have low effort. Yeah. Well, sorry, I'm, I'm also, channeling other areas. And also, Vodaf- like Vodafone too, like TPG <laughs> haven't really. They've done a little bit, not as yeah. much. But again, they're not spruiking. But this is area. It, didn't the ACCC sort of make it a legal requirement that they have to do this? That they've got yeah, to, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There is there is some requirement to do yeah. it, but you know, I don't know that yeah. it's going to really kick into anything. Right. But um, I allude to you know the, the the feelings around Optus, and I will update our listeners because we did. <laughs> We, yeah, did, we, we did we tell tried, them what we were doing. We tried um, to get an interview uh, with uh, Kelly bayer uh, We said we wanted Kelly bayer on the show. Yep. We sent them questions. I met with them. There's been ups and downs since. There's been, a, there's been several emails, which we talked about last week. Given we've not heard a single thing on email back again, I sent a message late Friday last week um, to their PR and said, happy Friday. Uh, I take it from the complete email silence. We've given up on talking to Kelly. Uh, thank you, Trevor. They wrote back, correct. <laughs> but if you still have customers with concerns or questions, please send through their details. Well, I'll tell you this, Optus. If any customer comes to me with a concern or a question, I'm telling them to go to Kogan, Vodafone, Telstra, anywhere you can, like Aussie Broadband, because I'm not passing the details on to anyone because Mate, you're doing nothing to help customers. Question without notice here. Mm. Do you remember the other day you told me that there was going to be a story in the media section about... Yeah, um, it's did, coming. Was that published? Or no, not? It's no, not in there? no. Okay. All oh, right. So it wasn't supposed to be last week? It was, this week? but there was another big story hit uh, on Monday. Yeah. Really? So they've spi- they spiked us, did they? They yeah. spiked you. I feel like it'll... I feel <laughs> like it's... Here's what I think. 
I think the the reporter, and so full disclosure for people, a reporter from the Sydney Morning Herald rang me and asked me about the situation with Optus and, you know, my, my uh, me apparently being frozen out. And I think he probably thought I was just going to say, yeah, it's a bit of drama, whatever. And I <sighs> unloaded. Um, <laughs> I told him everything, word for word. On I the even, record. Yeah, on the record. I shared um, the, 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 the text as in the, the written word via email that had been sent to us <laughs> regarding our podcasts. And I thought, by God, I don't care. So yeah. if, so I think there's one or two things happen. They go, that's all. It's too much about him. So it's not a story. Or it's a much bigger story than they thought it was and they'll run it another time. Yeah, well. We'll see. Anyway. Anyway, thanks uh, for listening, everyone. <laughs> this is Two Blokes <laughs> Talking Tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au, the place to go for all your home networking needs. If you're looking for a new Wi-Fi system, unleash the world's most powerful mesh Wi-Fi system. Cutting-edge Wi-Fi 6, ultra-fast speeds, flawless coverage from the front door to your backyard. That's what you get with the Orbi 960 series, and you can get it in black on Netgear's online website. So you can get it. You can get it in white on uh, on the um, JB Hi-Fi and Harvey Norman, all those places. Yep. But if you shop online... Uh, the black, so it's black and silver, whereas the the retail one is um, kind of white and gold. It's a beautiful. I also think we should call out how how stunning the design is of the Orbi products these days, and, and have been from good. the start. They've always been a non-networking design yeah, they, product. They blend. That's there's the not, whole point. There's not too many flashing lights and stuff in nope. the front. There's indicator it's, lights that say I'm not working off. or yeah. you know um, I'm yes. connecting. That's all they're for. There's white or purple. There's or red. no yeah. other reason for the lights. And yeah. so there, if you see a light, it's because there's something you need to do or know. The Orbi is a system that will give you Wi-Fi in every corner of your home at the speed you're paying for at the modem. So keep your existing modem, plug an Orbi system in, and you're getting the best you can get from your internet. You can find out more details and buy Orbi at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. So, Elon Musk. Oh, dear God. It's like I'm... I am almost sick of talking about him, but it's a bit of fun anyway. So I'm sitting uh, the other morning and I don't follow, I mentioned I don't follow Elon Musk, but every couple of days I click in to see what you he's up to. You don't follow Elon Musk? No. I, Why I just, the hell not? I don't want him to have the extra number. I, I don't I don't want him. <laughs> Do you still follow Donald Trump? Yep. Are you, so you're. I'm waiting the, for him to tweet. Yeah, yeah. I'll be right on You'll that. You'll be waiting a while. I'll be right. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I think it'll it'll come when it's a, when there's a primary or something required, when he needs votes, he'll get back on. Yeah. Do you reckon Kanye West will tweet? He's tweeted again already. He, yeah. he got back on there. He's yeah. a bigger fruit loop than Elon Musk. The, <laughs> so Elon Musk tweets the other day. Did you know, he's retweeting someone else, that Apple puts a secret 30% tax on everything you buy through their app store? And my initial response secret? is, have you been living under a rock, chair? How is that secret? It's, a, it's, it's not a secret because it's been through the courts. It's been through the front pages of papers with Apple yeah. battling Fortnite, Epic Games, the yeah. creators of Fortnite. Like, it's legit a well-known story. And Apple's done some things over the last couple of years to change it. So small businesses not making a million dollars or more aren't paying that big fee. Yep. But basically, Elon's – you know, here's, here's what's happened. I'll, let, I'll just take you inside Twitter HQ. Elon's come in and he's gone, right, how many uh, how many subscribers did we get for Twitter Blue last month? And they've gone 100,000. 100, <laughs> and they, he goes, hey, $800,000 last month. And they go, oh, sorry, Elon – um, it was actually only 550 or whatever the number is, 70% of that. And he's gone, where'd the 30% go? And they've all gone, don't you know that Apple takes 30% of everything? And he's gone, are you kidding me? 
<laughs> and that's when he's found this and he's tweeted this. I yeah. just think he literally is so stupid he didn't know that. Well, yeah. It's wild. Well, although, although uh, the 30% would be like from obvious things, like if you're selling stuff in games and you're doing things, like if you're selling your game for $1.99, yeah. Apple takes it. But if it's a free app and you're selling things within the app, that's 30% also. It doesn't yeah, any take. Any purchase so you make I, on the app I store. think, and not to defend Elon Musk, right, but I think that's what he was, he was under he the thought perception that the subscriptions that it was, weren't it's a be free app. it's mm. a free app we don't get charged. Mm. But because you're paying for things to use in the app, that's the charge. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's crazy they didn't know that. But then you yeah. dig a little bit deeper and I think it's pretty clear why he went on this rampage. So he also tweeted that morning, Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate free speech in America? So clearly he's noticed, again, someone said to him, mate, we're a million down on revenue from Apple because they're not advertising here anymore. And then he tweeted, Apple has also threatened to withdraw, withhold Twitter from its app store but won't tell us why. Really? Now he's he's given no extra info about that. He's given no answers. Is that true or not? Well, you know. We're, we're listening to Elon. Like, right. There's no evidence of that at all. Why would they do that? I don't because think there's the concern. So Apple withdrew Parler, the other social media app from the, from the App Store, because it didn't have correct content moderation guidelines and all this kind of stuff. So if Twitter has sacked 7,500 people and there's 20 people running the joint now yeah. and they don't have content moderation, Apple might well go, well, hang on a minute. How can we protect our users from hate speech? Yeah, if you're now, not doing your if part. If Apple withdraw the app from the store, we should be clear, like Fortnite, it'll still work if you've got it. Yeah. You just can't download it again. Yeah. Can't get it. Right. So new user signups will pause. Yeah. So he's upset that Apple is thinking about or threatening to withdraw it unless they do something, which we assume to be content moderation. He's upset that he's losing revenue. And I'll tell you right now, Elon, you're not going to get the revenue back because mm. Apple is all over my TikTok feed. Mm. The number of Apple iPhone ads I see on TikTok now are extraordinary. Yeah. So that's where the money's gone. It's yeah. gone straight to TikTok. Is that right? You reckon they've, they've shuffled... The budgets, they've altered it from one platform yep. to another. 100%. I've got yeah. no doubt. I mean, I'm, I'm making that up by pure perception, but that's With what your, I'm so seeing. So you're seeing more Apple ads on I TikTok. I used to see Apple ads on Twitter. I don't anymore. Yeah. I, I don't remember seeing a lot of Apple ads on TikTok. Now yeah. I see heaps. Right. I'm telling you, that's where so they're, they're going. They're going where the money. people are, right? Eh? They're going where the, where the audience is. Also, like, just, just let's be honest. The audience on Twitter are, you know, very, very niche. It's a media, it's yeah. a bubble, whereas TikTok is very much mainstream. It's it's interesting um, how like Elon Musk also funny enough tweeted some information. He had a he did a talk for the company and sort of shared the slides from that talk. Yeah, which oh. again I I respect. I love the fact that he shares yeah. this stuff publicly and and, and for this a private is, company. Yeah, this is his kind of uh, what I called on the Tech Guy podcast the sort of Twitter State of the Union. So here's the yeah, state of things on on Twitter. And he was talking about how there's new user signups are at an all-time high. So mm-hmm. since he took over a month ago, they've increased significantly. They're, they're saying that it's up, I think, what it, what's the figure? I think 66% year on year. Yep. And also, too, the um, daily active minutes, which is the time users spend on the site. Mm. That average uh, 8 billion minutes per day as of November 15. 30% up on last year, mm. the same period last year. Yeah. So the fact he's there and so p- present and public is kind of a, a short, it's like a sugar rush for him, you know, that yeah. he's getting something out of it. Yeah. But I think down the track, and he's on record too, he tweeted someone, some uh, Jordan B. Peterson is this business author. Mm. He was saying that the Twitter could exceed a billion monthly users in 12 to 18 months. 
if if that if the number of new signups continue. But you look at the numbers, the sheer numbers, Twitter is still at about 450 million active monthly users. Mm. And what's TikTok? Like 1.2 billion or something now? It's over a billion. It's over a billion, isn't it? Yeah. And they've been around for what? Two, three years? Three years? Yeah. So that's a big shift, isn't it? For this brand new company to go boom. My, my, I think reading between the lines here, I reckon like Elon Musk is also talking about, you know, longer form videos, um, longer, long form tweets. So I think he's got like an idea to maybe to try to turn this into TikTok. Trying to get the video content in there, like advertising There's as no entertainment. Doubt. You've got you got to remember, as I said last week, t- yeah. t- Twitter owns Vine, which was the original video platform. Mm. Um, it, I don't think any of the the kind of mechanism for that matters anymore. But it's it, they could bring that name back, and I think it would work. Yeah, maybe. Um, but that wasn't that fifteen second maximum. It was like yeah, real but that, short so chart. was Instagram when it, you know it's videos when they started. Well, so that all can be expanded, not, hey, right? Now yeah. look look at the, what there is today. Yeah. yeah. So. I see that, but I don't see him competing. But here's the thing, I, and it just troubles me about Elon. But he tweets then a photo of his bedside table. Did you see? Yeah, this? I saw this. It's got. A, he's got he a photo more of that. Coke to me. He's got a photo of like a Civil War buddy, you know, like a musket, musket, and an actual musket. And then he's got this huge gun. Yeah. Like what is that? I is that his protection? Someone smart would know what that is, but it's it was like a magnum. It looks big. Forty-four magnum. I don't quite understand the. The little barrel, the bullets going doesn't look real, but anyway. And then he's got four cans of not diet coke, diet coke caffeine free. This is a bloke that that works twenty caffeine hours a day. Free. How's the bloke getting through without caffeine? caffeine. <laughs> that was you, my biggest question. It wasn't the gun. It was why is he going caffeine free? The joke. <laughs> he might like coffee. And I love the fact that he um, <laughs> he 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 replied to his own tweet and said, "There's no excuse for my lack of coasters because there's." Um, <laughs> there's circle marks all over the bedside table. He's yeah. just that's just a really wild thing to tweet. Mate, he's just, a definite loose unit, eh? Oh, loose mate. unit. He's, he happens to be a multi-billionaire and richest man on earth. Yeah, but yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, he is a strange, strange cat. Yeah, but you know, doing very well. Doing very, very so, well. Anyway, yeah. that's that's what's happening with our man Elon. I will be interested to see how this Apple thing plays out. I'm not sure if and when. They will remove this, the the thing from the app store. I don't think that's going to happen. I think all the talk that you know what I think uh, uh, th- conversations around Twitter's death are greatly exaggerated, as they say. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, reports, um, reports of Twitter's yeah, death, yeah. yeah uh, greatly exaggerated because it's yeah. nowhere near dying. Yeah, uh, I and I'll be honest, and I, I've seen a few people say this. It doesn't look any different to me. Nothing's changed. Mm. I never saw a lot of bots before. I'm very selective in who I follow anyway. Yeah, but um, but I did have someone say to me. Um, someone who works in social media said to me they had a million emails on the weekend from someone trying to reset their password. And I'm like, well, you're lucky you've got two-factor turn on or whatever. And they go, but why would they want that? And I went, here's the thing. If they have done anything to neutralize the bots, they would now be targeting real accounts that they can take over. So I think it is a security risk right now. So if you do have Twitter, I'd be making sure that you've logged in and you've checked your account two, and, two and you've enabled two-factor authentication. Definitely. I've, that's, got, I've got that. That's the two blokes' advice here. Absolutely. On, uh, two blokes talking tech. Episode 563. You can read Stephen's um, thoughts on the State of the Union from uh, from Twitter at techguide.com.au and my story about Elon declaring war on Apple at eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, we've entered award season. Have in we the, though? In the tech world? Yes, well, we it's have. December. It's December. Now it's December. Yeah, it is. Okay, Today. Can you believe it? Welcome. December. It's here. Great to be here. And Apple has announced the winners of the 2022 App Store Awards. Now, these aren't 
the most downloaded apps. No, that's right. This is their global team that has judged these winners for in various categories, so yeah. for gaming apps and for different platforms as well, iPad, Apple TV, iPhone, uh, and Apple Watch. Yep. So interestingly, though, there were 16 winners announced, one of which was an Australian developer. Yes. Studio Dry Dock. They're based out of Melbourne. Their game, Wild Flowers, won the Apple Arcade Game of the Year. Now, I actually interviewed the head of Studio Dry Dock, and she was saying that the, the game was released only in February, mm. and up and they've now in December earned the App Store App Store Award for app, the Arcade Game Award, and she said I think her response was yeah it's been an absolute whirlwind where the 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 users of the game there was like thirty hours of the game so to get through the whole game you had to play for thirty hours yeah she said within the first couple of weeks they had so many emails people saying we've finished the game we want more. So it really took her by surprise. Well, also, I, I, I yeah. spoke to them at um, WWDC because they also won a design award. Ah. So it's been a big year for them. They won a Absolutely. design award really? at, yeah, at WWDC okay. and then um, and then this app award. So it's a big deal for them. So They've yeah, done very well. It's uh, and a good-looking game. It's, it's like a 13-plus game because there's, there's diversity in the game. So there's, you know, men and women and... So identify how you like love love stories and you know that's you're not limited to man and women it's mm -hmm. women liking women and vice versa and whatever and so it's and I said uh, when because it looks actually quite childlike you see the graphics and, and I said is there an age limit she goes yeah it's 13 plus because mm. yeah there's there's mentions of alcohol and stuff in it right so it's it's designed for for teenagers Teens, and yeah. adults yep um, and you know I also mentioned the fact that you know it doesn't hurt to have a, a little mechanism called the app store to get it out there and she mm. said oh yeah Apple were in on the call too, by the way. So she wasn't going to say anything bad about Apple. They love yeah. Apple. But um, yeah. iPhone app of the year, Stephen. Yeah, this is a surprise. Are you even on Be Real? No. Are you not? Be Real. You're not Get on Be Real? No. Okay. Why would I want to be on Re Be Real? I don't know. Just Why? to report on it. That's the only reason I joined and now I've okay. been addicted ever since. You've been addicted ever since. Yeah, so every day, day you do one photo a day and it takes a selfie and what you're looking at mm. through the main camera. I would say I just since, to show you being real. Since TikTok launched the exact same feature called TikTok Now, yeah. um, I've probably dropped off down to fifty percent or so. Yeah. Be reals. But it's have you got one many of the, friends on there? Uh like five. Um <laughs> it's one of those ones That's real, eh? That's pretty real. Yeah, totes. <laughs> I need to charge my phone here after this too. I'm struggling. Um, it's one of those ones. Oh, see, I haven't posted uh, for a while, so I have to post before I can see anything. Um, hang on, so I'll get a good angle if you makes me. There we go. Some of our best. Um, no, your I, eyes, your I, eyes are shut, and I'm blurry. Some of our best. I charge five hundred a photo too. Yeah, by the way, what a great photo. Can you do it um, again, mate? No, I'm not doing it again because then you only get one chance. No, no, you can, but people can see how often you did it. Ooh, so that's one of you the things. You don't want about your five it. friends to see that, do you? No, I definitely don't. Oh my god. Um, but it's interesting because there's none in my list. So I think it has – it's gone downhill. Do you want me to join so I can be your since. friend or what? No, no, I'm, I'm doing it more on TikTok than I am on, on Be Real. But I think it's weird. It's a – it's a. oh, that's there. Great, you're a legend. No, it's not plugged in there. Oh, what? That's what's powering the, the broadcaster. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, sorry, mate. Is there anything I can plug this into? Anyway. your computer? Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a, find a connector in my bag. Anyway, we move on. Um, so Be Real, I, I'm surprised by it because I don't think it's as big as – Yeah. How's that app of Don't the forget, year? Don't forget, this was this was judged to be, uh, you know, by the Apple team. Okay, yeah. So it had to be well designed, functional, yeah. all, or had to meet all that criteria. Yep. 
Uh, in the iPad app of the year was Good Notes Five, which is it's kind of like a Ooh, it sounds all, like something I want to try. All in one, sort of you can you know handwriting, text, and everything oh, all okay. saved into one place. Cloud storage, so you can access it from multiple. Have devices. they not heard of Evernote? Remember I Evernote? Bet, I bet they have, but this is uh, a bit more tactile, so you can use your Apple Pencil to write oh, and do things, and and also uh, save to the cloud, not just iCloud. And then you can search things like your handwritten notes, a searchable. All okay. that stuff as well. The Mac uh, App of the Year Award went to Mac Family Tree 10. Wow. What is that? Uh, From, like Ancestry.com. Yeah. So it looks up, uh, if you're into the world of genealogy, you can explore your family tree. It's got these nice 3D views, diagrams and all that. Uh, Apple Watch App of the Year was Gentler Streak. How's that? This is an exercise so in is that you're, when tracker. You're, when you're at sport, you can do a gentler run out on the field in no. the nude? Gentler Streak. It puts your well-being first. Like, you know, fitness app saying, come on, you can do it. Go, go hard, yeah. go strong. This is more, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it like, easy. Dude, just, just go back <laughs> this to is, bed. No, no, I think you should rest a bit more. That's yeah. right. Take it easy. You know, you're okay. You've done enough exercise for the day. Mine would be like, stop yeah. listening to the Apple Watch. <laughs> Don't stand up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You also yeah. say, whoa, big fella. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Um, Apex Legends Mobile. Uh, from Electronic Arts, won the iPhone game of the year, yep. which is pretty uh, – the graphics are incredible. Here's one I want to try. The iPad game of the year mm. was Mon Cage. Now, Mon Cage is like a puzzle adventure game. Now, okay. have you have you ever played those games, The Room? Have you ever played The Room on uh, your iPad? No, I don't think oh, so. I love those games. They're all puzzle-solving games. you got to find – So it's like an escape room on the iPad. Yeah, you got to sort of find this thing, this 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 – the, the handle that goes into that thing and you've got to find a thing that's going to turn that key and all that sort of stuff. This, though, is it takes place inside this cube and each side of the cube allows you to access a different world. So I'm going to try that. Um, Mac, Mac iMac Game of the Year, Inscription, card-based game which blends escape room puzzles and psychological horror. Oh, wow. Are you going to combine those two? No, thanks. Yeah, and then the rest is all about the most downloaded apps for iPhone and iPad. Can I ask you some questions here? Yeah, hit me. The top paid iPhone game. What do you reckon that would be? Paid. Paid game? Starts with an M and your Minecraft. Kids, kids are doing it, yes. Yeah. Top free iPhone games? Um, no, Minecraft's not free. Wordle. It's not even a. Is it even an app? Wordle it says Wordle. Did New York Times release an app, or is that a, a ripoff? I don't know. I wonder if it's a. It's remember someone created the Wordle game before Wordle. Yeah, the New website York Times, existed. The New York Times. No, 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 no. Before, forget the New York Times. Yeah. The dude that yeah. that made the the website. Yes. Someone made an app well before that called Ooh, Wordle, and but and it got downloaded heaps because it was just called Wordle. Oh, right, smart. What about the top free iPhone app? No, this this will surprise you. SBS on demand. No. It is right now. Think of during COVID. Think of what we had to do. Oh, check-ins. MyGovID. MyGovID. Yeah. Well, MyGovID. Yeah, okay. That's Top that's paid iPad, Minecraft again. Top free iPad games. Your kids would have played this. Real Racing. Roblox. Oh, Roblox. No, uh, I hate it. I hate top Roblox. paid iPad apps. Aussie winner here. Procreate. Of course. Yeah, you know, the drawing app. Yeah, Victoria loves it. Yeah. Um, top free iPad apps. Disney Plus. Yeah, they are booming. Top arcade games, Angry Birds Reloaded. Yeah, so that's that. That's the recreated one that was put in the Apple Arcade. Yeah, there you yeah. go, mate. There you go. That's that. Apps. Yeah, right. They've released some uh, music stats too, but we'll get to that on another podcast. Will we? Yeah. 
I might talk about that on my Tech Guy podcast. What do you mate, you just can't dangle that out well, there and I, then I, I haven't written a story, I don't know about it. What's in your email? Yeah. Well, are you gonna do it? Do you want to just do it off email? Mate, that's okay, all I... off you go. <laughs> off you go. Chap. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen doesn't want you to know this. Well, no, I, I don't care. But the I'm top song on Apple Music in 2022. Can I sing it? Can you sing it? Go. <laughs> so Justin Bieber and Kid Leroy. Even yeah. I knew the name Stay. of it. Stay. It's a TikTok song. That's all I know it is. Yeah. It was, it was a huge thought you would sound. Thought you would stay. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that what can I we think play, it is? Can we play 30 seconds of it or no. not? Um, no? The most Shazammed. Song globally in 2022, Cold Heart by Cold, Elton John Cold Heart. and Dua Lipa, the new the remix. You. How's that go, mate? That's Penau. Yeah, what's the name? Is it um, yeah, P-N-A-U. Penau and Elton John? Well, it's Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, sorry. Yeah. Dua Lipa and, and Elton John. I've only Penau. just discovered Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, yes. Thanks to very, TikTok and some people's videos. Very talented. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's wow, doing, she's talented. She's doing very well. And I haven't heard of music yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that song was also number two in Australia uh, overall. Okay, I'm um, still trying to find the email. By the yeah, way. that's all I've got really. It's a okay. long list. It's like a top 50. Yeah. And, mate, I don't know music can well I ask you? Can I ask you? Yeah. How many of them do you actually know? All right, let's. I'm going to go through. So, top songs globally or in Australia? Hang on, can I find the email first? Is it glo- you want global or Australia? Let's go Australia, it's right? Australia, yeah. So, okay, number one was go. Stay. I definitely know that. Know that. But think you I, should, thought you should stay. Think you should stay. Cold. Stop it. Cold Heart was second. As as it was, Harry Styles. Number Hang on, two. no, no, no. You're reading the global. Oh, sorry. Scroll down sorry, to, sorry, to Australia. Bad sorry. Habits. Ed Sheeran. Bad Habits. Lee Dilly. No. <laughs> that one. Yeah. So there's, there's three that I know. Heat Waves, no idea. Shivers, actually couldn't place it. As it was, no idea. Easy on me. Go easy on me. That is one. That, is it? Yep. Is that, yeah, of course it is. 100%. Mate, you've just turned. Nah, that's 100% people. it. Is that right? Um, uh, where are you now? Never heard of it. ABCDEFU, that's a TikTok song as well. Blinding Lights, The Weekend. I know that one. Blinding Lights, yeah. yeah First Class, Jack Hutt, never heard of it. Industry Baby, uh, never heard of it. Riptide. Jeez, that's old. About damn time is there too. Lizzo. You know, turn up the Where? music. Oh, that's turn up the lights. Yeah. My wife summed that song up really well. You know, it, she summed it up really well. Summed you know, you know, the TikTok, that's again, that's a TikTok song, right? That's Huge. where you hear this. Eh? It's actually a song before it's on TikTok. You know that, eh? Well, I think you'll find a lot of people are releasing stuff on TikTok well, to then explode, right? So Lizzo, for example, the clip that's on TikTok. Yeah, turn up the that's music. At best the best part of the song. Yeah, the rest of it's horrible. You mean the clip, the film clip of Lizzo? No, the the bit that happens on everyone does on TikTok. Uh, the bit that's a dance. Uh, okay, right. The 15, 30 seconds they yes, choose to be. Yes. This is the bit that's yeah. going to be there. Okay. The rest of the song's horrible. I like it. It's actually good. Um, I went to a recent um road show for um Sound United. Just it was like an afternoon out at um uh a golf club somewhere on the north side, right. um, North Ride Golf Club. <laughs> mm. And it was a room full of like you know high end speakers. It was you know I thought I'll go along. Hmm. Bowers and Wilkins was involved too, one of my advertisers. And um, that was the song they were playing to demonstrate the the quality of the music because it's it's got good bass in it. It's got treble. All the, okay. it's a really good range um, showing the range. How's of a Dance song. Monkey still in the list? It's twenty twenty two. That song's old. I think it's just pl- just the fact you can replay it over and over again, mate. And do you reckon Tones and I is complaining about that? There's no John Farnham she's bought, in here. She's bought 15 houses, I think. Lewis Capaldi, 41, Someone You Love. That's a beautiful song. I'll tell you that right now. 
Is it? Beautiful, yeah. you would say. Yeah, mate, it's a beautiful it's song. It's even the new top songs in New Zealand, New Zealand as well. Anyway, we're we're really off off the charts here. <laughs> uh, bed bed habits apparently was the number one. Bed bed habits <laughs> is pretty good, bro. Is that That's right? Sick, bro. <laughs> Is that it's fully sick. What else is on the New Zealand Stop list, it. mate? Stop it. You're going to get us in trouble in New okay. Zealand. All right. Go Don't your own that. way. Fleetwood Mac, can you believe? He's on He's on there too. I'm pretty sure they've, they've not recorded a song in a long time. Way. You know why? Because the Ford song. ads or the uh, Isuzu ads or whoever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Is like, that them? Oh, you can go isn't this, way, like, I find this remarkable. Most of these songs are not new. There's a lot that aren't new. Heaps that aren't new. But don't, don't you find they get another blood, life? Five seconds of songs. Well, that's yeah, old. But when, when something happens to an artist. Like, checking look, again, there's no John like Farnham. Like Jay Farnham, when he had his surgery. Yeah. You don't reckon off, people yeah. would have gone, jump listen to John no, Farnham. 100% listen nonstop. Yeah, that's you every day, right? Yeah. But like when, when like someone dies or something as well, or yeah, there's some yeah. drama, they, they go, they, it, like when Michael Jackson died, his, all his stuff was number one for months. Yeah. So there's a weird fascination with it, don't you reckon? Well, I, I, I think it's it's always been there, but. The difference is another we used to, when someone used to die, you'd go to your record collection and play it, and there was no record of no yeah. um, you know chart would get a record of that. Yeah. Whereas now we just go to our everything's app charted and, and it's charted. So even Dreams on Fleetwood Mac is there as well. Mm. Is that on the new? That's on the New Zealand. No, New that's Zealand. Australia. That's Australia as well. Okay. Very good. Because you know what, people hear them on ads, but also too, Dreams is the song they sang. They remember that viral TikTok video, the bloke on the skateboard drinking the cranberry juice. Oh, that's, that's, that's why, that yeah, yeah. That's why they go viral, and uh, and and like go your own way. That was released in the early seventies. Yeah, and so was Dreams. Yeah, I I've mean, got the albums over here. You're a teenager. I was, I wasn't even born. <laughs> I wasn't a teenager. Yes, idiot. I wasn't even ten when that came out. I love your. I was self, like six or I seven. I love your self control not to swear then because I'm not on the private. Well done, <laughs> yeah, Stephen. Yeah, if there was a private, mate, you would have copied me. <laughs> all right, two blokes talking tech, episode 563. Wonderful. Uh, all the details of Apple Music charts never are going to be published uh, anywhere that you're going to see because uh, Stephen's covered it now here. <laughs> I'll still write it on. You'll tech still guide. write it. I'll still write on tech guide. Yeah. By the time you listen to this, it'll probably be on tech guide. If the Socceroos win tonight, I'll I'll write the music. Oh, uh, are you going to stay up and watch it, mate? I'm going to get up and watch it. You're going to get up and then get back. I'm going to two stop it. Yep. To stop it. Yep. Okay. Oh, mate, I've got I've got this in the bag. It's a Formula One strategy. Sleep. Oh, so you've done that before. Yeah, of course. Sleep. I mean, yeah. it's 20, 24 times My, a year I'm doing what that. What I was, th- and by the time you're listening to this, it would have been over already. Oh, yeah, it? good point. Yep. Yeah. What, what about I, that what, win? I'll tell, you what, <laughs> I'll tell you what I did when the Australia played in the World Cup final for the League World Cup final. Hmm. Yeah, that was 3 a.m. I'm thinking I taped the game, got up at 6.30 and didn't turn anything on, just watched it like it was live. Hmm. So I still got the I can't do that. surprise. Oh, that's what I'm going to do with the Socceroos. It's an argument. In I'm going to record the Socceroos and then get up and watch it without look, turning on social media, without turning anything on, and just watch it to watch it. I just can't do that. No? I just no. need to know what's happening in the world. Okay. That's you, isn't it? It is. It's got to be live. Mate. Yeah. What are you, you know, we, we can't talk about it because by the time this goes to air, it's, it's finished. Day, okay. So well, it was good. Job. Why don't we cut that, mate? No, I'm not cutting it. I'm just saying, let's we'll move cut on. conversation. You want to yeah. move on? Yeah. You're asking me to move Press on? Press the sting button, please. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Trevor's eardrumming again. That's it's good. It's a good sting to eardrum. He's eardrumming. Uh, Arlo is our other great supporter, and you know they've launched this award-winning home security system. Now, we often speak about cameras. We often speak about doorbells. Yeah. But here is a home security system that kind of brings them into the fold as well. Yeah. Along with these multi-sensors, 
So you can have a sensor around your home that can detect movement, can detect if a door opens, can detect water leaks. Yeah. So it's this multi-purpose sensor that all feed back to this home security keypad. And, and it, basically this is a thing that's been made available in America. It'll come to Australia soon. We hope it'll be early next year. But I'm super excited about it because I love the idea of having my cameras there. there. But so the... There are. They've been in the past. A lot of these sensors, right? You get a door sensor, or you get a, a motion sensor, or you get a water sensor. But these are one sensor that does it all. So you can yeah. choose what you want this sensor to be, and it lives that purpose. And then having a keypad means, I'm hoping it means a really simple way to go. I want to arm the system in the same way that you've got an old school security system. Yep. I want to arm it. I want to disarm it. Sometimes, so we have our our Arlo's are now on such a great routine that you know it know it knows our working habits. Yep. But if, if for example, Amanda isn't working from home and the, it's normally the, the cameras are disabled, yep. but she's actually working from the office that day, yep. well, she might arm the system. This is going to be a whole lot easier to do that. So yeah. having an all-in-one, an that's it? right. A there's a, so the in America, the starter bundle is a key, keypad sensor hub, yep. um, two all-in-one multi-sensors, and 30 days of 24-7 professional monitoring yep. and one window sticker because you want people to know they are of being course. monitored, folks. There's the, then there's the, uh, the step-up bundle, which is the keypad sensor, five sensors, 30 days of monitoring, two window decals, and one yard sign. Very American thing Imagine to do. Imagine doing that, a yard sign. Oh, Step on here at your peril. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm all in for 10 sensors. Thanks, Arlo. I'm going to put one on every single entry point in the house. But the, it's interesting how it can also detect things like water leaks. Like you put one yes. under your sink yeah. or in your near your hot water system or something. So Because that could be a costly thing if you don't and, detect it soon. And just lastly, the, the advantage I see in the sensors is we've got two cameras inside our house. Uh, one is inside, inside the front door and the other one is upstairs in the hallway. And I, I don't like having a camera in the house, but I want to know if someone breaks into the house and they come in, I can get yeah. – I know who they are that, that's come in. But I would prefer to have a sensor upstairs so I just get an alert that there's people moving upstairs. Yeah. But I can essentially but tell when assen- Harry gets up in the middle of the night because the, the camera <laughs> the camera alerts me. Yeah. I'm happy to just get, get a sensor that but, does that. Oh, I know we haven't used it yet and we will next year, but can't the sensor tell the camera to turn on or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like they can all be linked together, yes. Camera, Like say the sensor goes off, camera goes on then. Which in theory also gives you greater potential control over your battery life yeah. so that you're only triggering cameras when certain when things necessary. happen. Yeah, yeah right. So Although the cameras have motion <coughs> detection anyway, but Spot on. The so there's a bunch make of things a bit you can do more there. Accurate. It's yeah. going to be fantastic to have a product that gives you even greater Definitely. home security. We don't know to what level it's going to come to Australia. We don't know if the 24-7 monitoring, for example, will come to Australia. That'll be fascinating but to you see. Know what? I'll tell you this. The two blokes will try it before anyone will we'll have it mate, and give it a good test. you got Larry? I haven't. No, okay. Don't tell me you've got it, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Two blokes just like, tech. just like your jacket. You got yeah. your jacket yet? Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> you can find out more and just head to Arlo's website, arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen, just finally, um, the Oppo Pad Air. Pad Air. Not to be confused with the iPad Air. No, not to be confused. customers will walk in and say, I'm after the pad air and someone going to hand over the Oppo or will they get a JB Hi-Fi and they'll go, will they say, do you mean the iPad air or the pad air? Which I, don't, do you mean? I don't see people being confused, yeah. but I I have great respect, respect for this product. It's yeah. 300, because you know what? It's affordable. Take, yep. us, take us back yeah. to when we, remember when you used to record in my actual garage at the old old house? Yes. I had that proper, you know, literally a garage and just a desk on the side. Yep. 
And I remember us sitting there. Before could, you were doing very well. I have this vast memory of <laughs> of us talking about yeah. tablets and how yeah. challenges needed to be yeah. better priced. Yeah. This, be is, this is it. Yeah. So it's thin. Yep. It's light. It's beautifully designed. It knows like it what it good. is. It knows what it is. And it 379 knows, bucks. And I, I, look, great entry level. I reckon punches above its weight too for its price. Yep. It's got. It's really nice and thin. Screen is pretty good. It's a 2K screen. Yep. And it's got great battery life. That's what I've noticed. Dolby Atmos sound in it as well. So the mm. speakers, you listen to this through the speakers. I was surprised. I'm thinking, wow, that's not bad for a $379 yeah, yeah. tablet. And that's you know? it. So yeah. Scott wrote it on EFTM and he, he his words were this. While you should temp, it's it's cheap. It's relatively cheap, and while yeah. you should temper your expectations based on this, it performs extremely well based on your tempered expectations. Mate, I think he read the tech guide review before he wrote that. Oh, really? <laughs> no, the no. the thing is, yeah. This this is this goes always to our what we always yeah. say is don't expect this to be a Samsung Galaxy Tab S8 Ultra. No. Don't expect this to be an iPad Pro. Not at all. Or an iPad Air. My only but, my only thing about it is yep. that there is no or, there's no way of using a stylus on it. I, I couldn't work out a way to get a to write on it. Right. The other thing too is the shape of it. See the shape of it. So yeah, it's, it's very like a wide, wide screen. screen. Mm. So great if you're consuming content. Content, yeah. So I, I sort of said that's good for videos. If you want to view websites, turn it portrait like a big phone. Yeah. Turn it um, portrait. Yeah. Um, and I think it's for that customer who views more content than they create. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. this is this is a great device for email, web, yeah. basic internet Simple stuff. Functions. Yeah. The um my, the on screen digital keyboard is annoyingly small. I know oh, you, yeah. you can install because others. Of the, that's again. I think that's yeah. again because of the the the. But if you if it. you spread out that one, if you make it bigger, it takes up half the screen. It looks really dumb. Yeah. So the one that they present you with is really tiny. It's hard. It's like if you got little little toothpick fingers to type on it. What are you trying to say? No, I'm just saying it's very small keys. Well, I found it to be fine. Okay. <laughs> My little toothpick fingers. You, did you review this or did your mate Scott review? Well, this? I had it before. Am I sent okay, it down? Okay, right. Yeah. But yeah, oh, look, this doesn't. Um, over it doesn't overcompensate with anything. Yeah. It is what it is. Entry level tablet that offers pretty good performance. Like the cameras are like nothing special. Five megapixel, eight at the back. Mm. Could do it for a video call if you have to. Can take decent photos. So that's not too bad at all. Uh, doesn't have the fast charging. It supports fast charging, but it doesn't have the VOOC charging. You know, Oppo's VOOC charging, yes. the VOOC. Yes. Doesn't support that here. Right. Um, but has uh, Bluetooth 5.1, so you can pair your wireless headphones. Um, but it is, uh, I think, a suitable device for those who just want to do the basics. Yeah. yeah. Like this isn't going to be able to edit video and play the latest but games. And plenty everything. of people listening are but handing yeah. over a tablet to their kids to watch yeah. Netflix or YouTube. Perfect for Perfect. that. Perfect for that. Great I, travel uh, device, good size for travel. Perfect for that too. On the plane and watching nice content. Nice, thin and light. And, and I reckon they deliberately made it wider so that your, your movies look good on it. Yeah. You can almost you can, you can uh, zoom out and sort of, you know, you can watch on YouTube and other mediums, you can watch the letterbox. Yeah. Or you can zoom out full screen. Mm. So zooming out full screen, you're not getting, you're not missing out on much. But um, yeah, I think that that's. I reckon they deliberately did that so that it would be suitable to watching video yeah. content. Yeah. I think it's a great device. I was really impressed with it. Just on, I think it's one of those devices that when you walk into a store and you don't get time to play and review things, yeah. but you pick them up and you go, "What's this one feel like? What's yeah. it look like?" I think it bats way above its average. Three seventy nine. I think that's a good price, and it's seventy nine bucks for the cover, which I recommend you get. Just yeah, makes it too, yeah. handy to carry around. Definitely. So definitely iPad, Oppo, not iPad, Oppo Pad Air. Not to be confused with the iPad Air. Definitely not. Pad Air. 
Uh, I think, as I said in my headline, the affordable tablet that punches above its weight. Check it out. Full review at techguide.com.au and an even fuller one at the FTF. <laughs> <laughs> Only because Scott's an Android nerd, right? Is so, he? Right, uh, you know, that's, okay. that's his bag. All right. It's it's an extensive, very So the entertaining very long review on Tech Guide and the boring one on BFTM, is that what you said? I, think, I just think the... the, the thorough. 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 Thorough yeah. one. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying yours isn't thorough. I'm just saying yeah. Scott's insane when it comes to... Yeah. Yeah, It'd the, be the like depth. you reviewing a Star Wars movie and me reviewing a Star Wars movie. Yeah, my review would be a little bit more. Mine would be. It was really good. <laughs> yeah. Mine would be a little bit more in depth than that. Just a touch. Yeah. Yeah. Two blokes talking tech. Hello. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I definitely played the same sting. You did too. That was the drum one. And you weren't air drumming to that one. I, I, well, I went to and then I went, oh, man, I'm doing it again. Uh, so this one must be different. This yeah. is See? Two Blokes Talking Tech yeah. Yeah, mate. with Trevor Long and Stephen You know Fennec. the different coloured buttons? Yeah. Just hit a different colour this well, time. I normally go like in a Z hit pattern. A... <laughs> yep. Zigzag. But I'd forgotten Thanks, where I was by up the to. way, too, for clearing my roadcaster last week. Man, it's not my fault. You just wiped all my stings for Tech Guide. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I don't know either. I think you I think you hadn't backed up the show I had, multiple times. You'd only oh, okay. had one good backup, and the ones we kept were the bad ones. Yeah, thanks, mate. So all you'd been good. using Fun and games. Old... I came to record on Monday. And by the way, I've done Fun a test. Fun games. This is just a little bit inside baseball. But I've done a test of the format. If you do that, it wipes the shows. Does it? Yes. Everything. Everything. Shows yes. and the yes. stings, everything. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Why would it do that? that? <laughs> Why would it do that? I don't know. It, it didn't do that on the other one. Uh, no. Because he didn't keep as much stuff. He's done multiple things. Oh, my God. Anyway, inside baseball. Too hard. Thanks for listening, folks. Um, get out there and get yourself some Netgear and Arlo products, all right? And uh, look after the good people because um, they're doing very well, but it yeah, helps us. Yeah, absolutely. It, otherwise, we'll make you pay for this Support rubbish. the sponsors who support I mean, us. Can you so imagine well. asking people to pay for this? No. I, I couldn't. No, I couldn't. <laughs> it'd be, yeah, you'd be like holding a, a We'd get like a 50 little... people and it'd just be like the demoralising. So Yeah. Anyway, we're not asking you to do that, folks, because no. uh, we've got This awesome... one's on the house. Yeah, this one and all of them. Yeah. They're all on the house. Solid back catalogue too. Hey, right, listen listen yeah. to our uh, movie podcast this week too. It's a great one. Uh, yeah. Saving Private Saving Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. I'll drop in Cracking this, show. Drop in this feed on, on Saturday morning. But if, you, uh, if you're if you a movie nerd and you want to get it on Fridays, uh, uh, subscribe to the best movies you've never seen. Yes. That is the podcast feed for that. And tell your friends too because, um, you know, that's how people discover. Word of The mouth. best discovery of, of, of podcasts is actually word of mouth. Definitely. Um, so if you if you are one of those people that started to enjoy those movies and you don't want to recommend this whole bloody tech thing to them, yeah. just send them the best movies you've never seen link. Yes. And uh, let's see some new subscribers over there, Absolutely. folks. Absolutely. And give us some reviews too. We love a five-star review. Yeah, we'll we read, read them out. On Two Blokes, we read out five-star reviews. We feel very needy right now, yeah. all this begging. Well, I think, you know what? I, I don't mind hearing... I, got, I received a really nice email from a gentleman, a reader from a tech guide reader, who says I read your review of of this phone. It was a TCL phone, and I went out and bought it, and I love it. A year mm. later, I'm still loving it. Perfect. Good for you. Well done. So I'm thinking nice. I passed that on to uh, our friend. I'm sure you did. And said, here you go with a pitch deck. <laughs> so there you have it, mate. There you have it. All right. See you next week. Good on you, mate.